Hello and welcome to this episode of FM On Demand with Tara Fitzpatrick, Food Management's podcast. I'm your host, Tara Fitzpatrick. And today we are talking to a rancher, well, the CEO of a ranch and a K through 12 food service director. So these two people are getting grass fed beef into schools. We've got um, the Thompson School District Director of Nutrition Services, Lisa Kendall. That is a school district in Loveland, Colorado. And she is working with this ranch, Teton Waters Ranch and Grass-Fed Foods. Jeff Trepishan is the CEO, and they're going to tell us how they've kind of made a plan that is really interesting for getting grass-fed beef to kids. And they're also doing some cool blended stuff where um, I guess we could say stealth health because there are some vegetables in there as well. And it's kind of, it's really interesting because um, as K through 12 food service directors, obviously cost is like such a huge deal. But I think that a change could happen where grass-fed beef could become more affordable once people start, you know, the demand for it. So I've reported a lot on grass-fed beef in the past and I care about humane care of animals. So it's like, it's, this is a big deal. I, I really just, I think it's something important to look into and we had a really good conversation. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Lisa and Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks yeah, for having us. Absolutely. And we are going to be talking about grass-fed beef and K through 12. So I thought we would start with Lisa. I wondered if you could just give us a little bit of background about Thompson School District, where it's at, and how long you've been there. So Thompson School District is in northern Colorado. Um, we encompass about 350 square miles, so mostly Loveland, but uh, we also have Berthoud and just barely into Fort Collins a little bit. So we are expanding, but uh, yeah, Northern Colorado. I have been here for about 17 years. Nice. That is a good long run there. So you, it sounds like you know the district backwards and forwards, probably. Um, Some areas. (laughs) (laughs) Always can learn. All right. So let's hear from Jeff. Tell us about your company. So uh, first, uh, Tara, thanks for taking the time. And Lisa, thanks for for continuing to help. So um, in the last six months or so, we've put together two companies to try to to try to help the whole grass fed industry just become a little bit more scalable, a little bit more predictable, consistent Mm -hmm. so that you don't have a great eating experience and and then maybe not such a great eating experience. Yeah. Um, and, and not rely on imported product, but be able to, to mm-hmm. support folks in this country that work real hard out in negative six degrees, which we have today in yes, Colorado ranching yeah. and, and doing all those things. And so we have two companies, um, one that does primarily fresh beef, the cattle side, the, mm-hmm. and, and the other that does processed products. And that's really where working with Lisa and her team have, have been helpful because we've tried to figure out products that kids like. Yeah. And see if we can increase the kind of the micronutrient content so that it helps them long term. It's true. And can you talk a little bit about why? And I've I've written about this several times over the years. Grass-fed beef has more nutrients in it. It's better for you, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? Lisa, do you want to do that or do you want <laughs> me to do that? I think that's your specialty for sure. So okay. 
Yeah, so <laughs> as they intersect children, not as much, but I can tell you just generally, so so grass-fed beef has a couple of things that is not in traditional grain-finished beef, which is what most Americans, 99% of beef yeah. in the United States is, is grain-finished and it tastes great, but the difference, and these are these are health studies. This has nothing to do with my opinion. Oh so yeah, NIH and and have done many decades worth mm -hmm. of studies. And there's a couple of key things that that grass fed anything has versus things that are fed more of the grain side. And mm -hmm. and they really things like omega threes, yep. which help a huge amount of 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 health issues. Oh yeah, your the systems of your body. Like, yeah yeah. CLAs much higher. Mm -hmm. And then there's other things. There's just the normal like vitamins that are just more plentiful in grass fed, but it's really the omega-3 and the CLAs mm -hmm. that really combat a whole host of things that specifically children in that mm -hmm. developing part um, se seem to get less of because kids are highly opinionated on what they want to eat and what yeah. they don't want to eat. Mm -hmm. that's very and so true. to me it's always been that the trick is can you get a child to, right. to eat what they like and make sure that it is actually of the quality you would like them to have more of that it's a yeah and, and so that's what we're working with that's what what lisa's team has kind of helped us figure out how to get some feedback on so that yeah. we can take one school district and say well if it works in one place why can't it work on other k through 12 or college or kids menus throughout the country. Yeah, yeah, Just absolutely. Give them a chance to eat better. Right. So Lisa, how did you come to the decision? How did you and, you know, your team decide that we really want to serve grass-fed beef to the kids? So, um I would say that, you know, back in 2010 when they made a lot of changes, um they they had the Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act and yep. and made a lot of changes to um the nutrition guidelines for school lunches. So we've been undergoing a lot of changes since then. Mm -hmm. uh, the before COVID, um, we we really did a reorg of our department and you know thought hard about our priorities and, and what we wanted to do um, to feed kids. Yeah. So we hired um, a chef and some different people and um we wanted to do more uh you know scratch cooking so that we could really mm -hmm. control what was in our um lunches and and breakfast yeah. as well and just made a commitment at that time to um you know have a better um program and of course that has taken taken a few detours in in the last oh, yeah. couple of years with um covid and, and supply chain issues but um, really, uh, Teton came to us um, quite quite unexpectedly. They came to us and said, "Hey, we have this product, and we would like to partner with you. And um, you know, would you be interested?" And I was like pinching myself, going, "Are you kidding me? Like, where where did you guys come from? This is nice. awesome!" Yeah. Uh, because we, you know, we love to source local products and, mm -hmm. you know, clean labels and just trying to get, yeah, the, the most nutritious and delicious product um, for our students. So yeah, it was, it was really 
unbelievable that you know they came mm. to us um with this idea so we were super yeah. excited about it yeah very cool what and jeff kind of touched on this earlier like with the consistency of it so is that kind of sometimes a drawback <clears throat> for a school district maybe to work with um it's like we're not sure what kind of product we're going to get or there we maybe need more than somebody can provide like how were, were those issues like just were you able to work it out because of how you're working with them? Yeah, we we definitely spent a lot of time um, talking about the the nutrition guidelines that we have to follow. Um, right. That's and, another and part. Yep. You know, yep. National School Lunch Program. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we had several meetings um, just talking about you know, formulations and, and what it takes to be part of a K-12 program. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was something because we have, you know, experienced that with um, some other companies and stuff too, especially right. when, when USDA does make changes, you know, mm -hmm. um, they, they want to change sodium levels or, or different oh, yeah. things. So then, you know, companies are scrambling, trying to formulate new products. And, yeah. Um, sometimes it's a little tricky to get it right, but yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, how come you wanted to work with schools? What made you, um, what was, what was the kind of like catalyst for that? Well, it's, it's actually a much more personal thing than a business thing. The, um, first, the school district is where our office is located. Mm -hmm. So we said, we're going to pick one in our backyard, Yeah, but it was after I have three grandchildren and a fourth one, uh, due in two weeks. Oh my and, gosh, exciting. <laughs> yeah, and so my my oldest grandchild, I went to to school to have lunch with him. Mm -hmm. And and he he kind of looked at me and he goes, "Pop, you know, can you can you bring McDonald's?" And I was like, <laughs> "Why would you want that?" And other than just the kid part. I mean, fun, kids love McDonald's. He was like, yes. "You know, dad, I, or uh, pop, I like that kind of stuff." And and I started to just go, "Well, you know, what do you normally get? What are the, you know, kind of the nutritional side cuz they're just finicky." Mm -hmm, three-year-olds mm -hmm. a six-year-old they're just finicky oh yeah and as we started to just ask because we have an executive chef on our team and I was yeah. asking him you know what, what's the quality and what are they missing and all those kinds of things and he mm -hmm. just said well you know you should read these studies grass-fed actually helps we read them and mm -hmm. so we offered you know we sat with with Lisa and her team and we said could we just kind of substitute a better hot dog nutritionally for maybe one you have today We'll pay the difference okay. just to see if kids really like that. Because oh, as adults, we do, and we can read the studies. Right. So, so we did that. And then it actually got us thinking. And we mm -hmm. said, well, wait a minute. You fortify water with fluoride. You fortify yeah. milk with vitamins. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we could take the hot dog that's already grass-fed, uh -huh. but could add things. Could we add oh, okay. vegetables? Could what? we, by <laughs> adding vegetables, which we're actually launching in two weeks. Um, if you add vegetables, what happens? And and what we found out when we did the nutritionals is the sodium mm -hmm. went down 50%. Oh, wow. Saturated fat went down 38%. And this meat already has some of the better things like omega-3 and so on. Sure. And no sugar, mm -hmm. no antibiotics, some of those things that find their way into the meat supply. Oh, yeah. And so... We said, let's make a whole line of these products and we'll see how it goes. So just things kids like, hot dog, a hamburger, mm -hmm. a ball, a corn dog, a oh, little yeah. corn dog, 
Oh, yeah. I love a corn dog. (laughs) And and which is is the really the bigger part. There's plenty of wonderful food uh, for kids. It's just they don't really want to eat it. Yeah. And then putting those vegetables in there too. That's amazing. That's like, it's next level stealth health. It you're, not, it's, it you're, you're putting it right in there. And that almost kind of verges on the side of like therapeutic foods where like, if it's, if someone's like food insecure and you're putting these extra things in there, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Well, when- Lisa said something to us, which, which, you know, kind of caught my attention is she said, you know, in some cases, this is the best meal that some of these children are going to have any day. Any, oh, yeah. Day. And it made us go, wow, if if we can help anywhere, let's help mm-hmm. Lisa intercept and make sure that that meal is as best it can be. Yeah. And we'll try to figure out how to make it cost in a way that that doesn't stress her more than she's already stretching those budgets. Right. So. Yeah, there is a lot. And I think, so Lisa, did you work with... Um... And I guess you're not working so much with the ground beef product. You're working more with things that are like a little bit less hands-on with cooking. Have you worked with any ground beef? Because I, I know that that cooks differently. And did you have like different training related to that if you did? So we we do uh, use ground beef as well. We have that okay. different um, recipes, but it's not, um, you know, grass-fed beef. The ground, the ground beef is not. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Sarah, we're just starting with the hot dog. <laughs> see how it goes. Yes. Then we have other items like I mentioned. And then if Lisa needs other things, we'll be happy to help. But we were trying yeah. to see if we could do it. Yeah. Because technically it's a bit of a challenge to take a, a product that's been around for a long, long time, hundred or more years, and suddenly be able to figure out how to get vegetables in there in a way yeah. that a child cannot tell. It's not mm-hmm. like we're deceiving them. Right. You don't want to, yeah. We didn't want to where they, you know, like that. And that's, and that's the same reason, like why your grandkids love McDonald's and why my daughter loves it. And I do too, honestly, it's like, because maybe our palates have gotten used to like chemicals that are designed specifically to taste a certain way. So it's, it's awesome to break away from that. Like, what are the vegetables that you add in there? So it's great. We, we put in butternut squash. Ooh. Okay. Carrots and mushrooms. Nice. Mushrooms are such a big deal um, for when you're looking at plant-based or like blended burgers. Like the Mushroom Council has a contest every year for the blended where you put mushroom with beef. So that would be a great candidate to put with. Absolutely. Yeah. And they were helpful in actually helping us pursue this. Oh, cool. Nice. They're very supportive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they are. Mushroom Council. Yes. Shout out to the Mushroom Council. Very cool. Good Anybody people. that helps you succeed, uh-huh. especially when it's important. I mean, Lisa was sharing mm-hmm. data with us in the studies we read, you know, that when you're talking about one out of every five kids that are clinically obese. Yeah. And it's, and so that's about 15 million children in the U.S. today mm-hmm. in that age group. And it's on its way to one in two. Yeah. That's, which would be about 38 yeah. million kids. That's mm-hmm. the size of the... That's the population of California or Canada. Yeah. Clinically obese in the United States. That's just, that's unacceptable for our country. It is. It is. And we don't want to feed into diet culture either. It's it's a hard no. line to walk too. Right. Well, that's why Definitely. do it in things they want to eat. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't make them do something they or don't want to do. Feel like, yeah. When they say, yeah. I like a hot dog or a hamburger, give them a hot dog or a hamburger. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So just in general, 
Lisa, what are some of the most popular menu items just um, in general? And I'm, I'm guessing, I'm sure they love the hot dogs. They're, those go over well. What are, what are some of the sort of like best things that the kids really like? Anything pizza, pizza, <laughs> actual pizza, you know, um, we do like a French bread boat that, it, you know, it's a kind of a pizza, French bread, whatever, you know, Oh yeah. that's um, always our popular day. And when we do breakfast for lunch, um, if pancakes or waffles or chicken and waffles, anything like that, they they like love that. breakfast for lunch too. That's what we're having today. So fun. I like that. Yeah, definitely. And have you worked at all with, um, the, the chef from the ranch? Like, did you, have you, have you worked back and forth with that chef? Um, we had a meeting with him, uh, to do some taste testing for the vegetable hot dog and some, okay. uh, yeah, they're just, you know, when they're working on the formulation and all of that. So we tried all of those and they were delicious. Nice. Very cool. And how do you communicate? Are you letting the parents know, like, we're getting the best food that we can for your kids? Like, cause there's, I mean, it varies by district, but a lot of times there's parents that are very like interested and vocal. So have you been able to kind of do a little bit of marketing on top of this? A little bit, honestly, we're, we're not great at marketing. Um, and <laughs> so um, it, it's something that it's, hard. You know, it's a thing. Yeah, it is. It is. And we, mm -hmm. you know, we don't have, um, a, a person really dedicated to that for our department necessarily. Um, the school district does, and, and they, uh, certainly yeah. help with the rollout of Teton and the partnership, um, with them. And, you know, we put stuff on social media and that kind of thing. So, and we definitely get parents, um, that are very vocal and have a lot of questions. And, you know, nine times out of 10, it's, they have misperceptions about the program. Yeah. And so once we have a conversation with them and um, explain a little bit more about our program and the guidelines that we have to follow and the goals that, you know, we realize that, oh, you have the same goals that we have, you know? Right, right. So, and so they're, they're, um, you know, enlightened at that point and, and feel a lot better about, you know, the program. So they just didn't know. We just have to educate people. So Right, right. Well, in, in your job, you have to be really patient and you have to, I mean, it's, I don't want to say put up with a lot of stuff, but it's like many, you, you really do have to like know how to talk to people and how to explain things and keep it cool. <laughs> so well, there's a lot of misperceptions yeah. out there, you know, and, yeah. and everybody has their own you know, personal feelings about food too. Um, so they bring that to the table. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. Definitely. What were you going to say, Jeff? I was going to say it, their, their team, uh, Lisa's team has been very open to doing that. And what we said was, why yeah, don't we good. see how it goes for a little while mm -hmm. and then figure out when the weather is reasonable, if they have an event to figure out how to, to tell parents, here's mm -hmm. what we're trying to do so that they can become fans this i mean lisa's yeah. team is on the cutting edge of trying to figure this out and i mean she offered there's what 57 other school districts in colorado lisa something like that you were telling us about um in our co-op there are there oh, are yeah. 180 i think districts in the whole state of colorado something like that but uh, we're we're in a purchasing co-op co about 55 in our purchasing co-op yeah and yeah. so assuming that this goes well, there'll be an opportunity to talk with folks like that if, if appropriate. 
and see yeah. if we can do more. So it's not just education of parents, which is important, but it's also of other administrators that are oh, yeah. working hard to do the same thing and just don't happen to be in our backyard. And this gives them a way to, to see if this makes sense for them. Right. Those purchasing groups are really good. And it does give districts a lot more power, a lot more say so. I yeah, I, I definitely it's complicated. Like, I mean, it's not really the easiest thing to understand. But um, I was lucky that somebody, a K through 12 director kind of sat me down and like explained it. And I was like, I think I understand this because it's, it's important to to have that the purchasing power because that's such a big part. Lisa, what advice would you give to a school district if they want to start offering some grass fed beef? Um, well, I, I think, you know, anytime that you can create local partnerships, whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, grass-fed beef, or we do a lot of local produce as well, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. um, that's definitely become a focus. And there is a grant funding out there now to help with that. Um, there are a lot of food yeah. hubs um, that are being created as well to connect, um, you know, farmers and growers and ranchers with yeah. school districts. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, you just, just got to look around a little bit, you know? Yeah. I think that's gotten better. I think a lot more like sort of access to local people because at, like maybe 10 years ago or something, if a school district wanted to work with a farmer down the road, there was like lots of probably good reasons that it wouldn't work and that they, they couldn't make it work. But now it's like, there's kind of like there's middlemen and there's, like you said, there's agents and there's grants to be had. It's like, you've got to do a little research and a little digging, but it's like, get that for your school. Right. Yeah, and everybody, you know, as we all attempt to do this and learn and, and create and share some best practices, that's one thing that, you know, I came out of the restaurant world and yeah. school districts are are so different in that, you know, we don't compete yeah. with each other. You know, when, when somebody mm -hmm. has a great idea or, um, you know, a, a great um, practice, you know, yeah. we love to share those things with each other because again, we all have the same goal. You know, we want to give kids the best that we can give them so that they can succeed. And so yeah. that I, I love that about school districts, um, Me too. Yes. you know, restaurants. So restaurants are, you know, very competitive and they don't want to share their secrets. No, they don't. So cutthroat. It's different. And I, I say that all the time that like our readers are just some of the nicest people I have so much heart, especially those that are feeding kids, because it's like, they do it because they love to feed kids. And when you see those little faces in the lunch line, like I, I just melted the first time that I went to a school and like interviewed, I was like, Oh, it's, so cute. it's just, yeah. you really make a difference for these kiddos for sure. Yeah. So I, I wanted to ask you guys both one, one last thing, a fun thing. Like what, what are you looking forward to, um, this for the rest of this school year and like maybe just future plans involving the beef? Lisa. <laughs> um, I think, you know, this time of year, we are uh, laying groundwork uh, for plans for next year. And so, you know, it, it, it's been the last couple of years have been a struggle with Oof, with all the no. COVID and supply chain and, and labor yeah. shortages and all of that. So yeah. just being able to get back on track with yeah. uh, more of the scratch cooking and bringing back some things that um like salad bars and stuff that, that yeah. we were doing before. So, you know, it, it, it's great to be able to, I, I love doing all the planning, you know, mm -hmm. it's so fun, but, and sometimes things don't always pan out the way that, you know, you planned, but 
That's um, for sure. This, yeah. this partnership, you know, we launched the hot dogs um, on the 1st of February and it went really, really well. So we're excited to, you know, continue that partnership and see where it goes. And I think, you know, it'll be a great success and, um, and maybe spread all over. I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope so. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, I, we, I don't have to be practical like Lisa. Um, I, I, <laughs> you I can go crazy. <laughs> no, I, and, and so for us, it's, it's a little different. We're trying to, to see if we can do it one time, mm-hmm. which would be with Lisa's team. Yeah. Then how do we scale this so that however many that want to do it also have the financial resources to do it? Because mm-hmm. we've said, look, we're not going to make any money doing this. We're we're going to do it because it's the right thing to do. Come you should. Paul Newman, like Mr. Paul Newman. Yes. Same concept. He <laughs> did it way, way before anyone else did. But oh, that okay. that idea, give something back yeah. to, the, to the most at-risk group. Yep. And so- so I would like to see this work so that we can talk to others about it. I've talked to some larger companies, the Bon Appetits of the world. Oh, yeah. And larger companies like that that are saying, look, we can get behind some of this. And that yeah. provides the financial wherewithal to mm-hmm. help. That's the thing. Yeah. And, it's, and so that's yeah. really the next stage for me. It's It's I love being able to help my local community, but there's a lot of children in a lot of places that, know, that need yeah. to be reached. And we need to, that's, that's what we need to figure out is how do we get the math so that right, all the leases right. in, in the country mm-hmm. can say, I can do that now. Yeah. So that That's where we need to invest our time. Yeah. There's a lot of pieces and parts and it's like, got, got to keep chipping away at it. And for the ranchers to make money too, it's, it's like a, you're looking for a win-win situation for everybody, but really, I mean, environmentally, nutritionally, it's not controversial. Like grass-fed beef really is the best. I really believe this from the research that I've, I completely, it's a fact. So well, I'm you know, it's so, so glad. Easy. What it's, it, a friend of mine is, is the head of purchasing at Shake Shack and, mm. and we were talking and, and he said, you know, Trip, it's so easy for most restaurateurs to modify a, a kid's menu. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have a hot dog or have a hamburger, have something yeah, yeah. that could be easily substituted, corn mm-hmm. dog, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, he, and he encouraged me, pursue that because every chef, every chef of yours that's thinking about this can go, well, I control that menu. Mm-hmm. I can make mm-hmm. that change. Yeah. Whether it's our product or a competitor of ours, it's like just upgrade yeah. of something on that kid's menu mm-hmm. to start to change that that child's diet wherever we intersect them at the school or at a restaurant yeah i really like that well thanks so much to both of you for being here and i'm going to keep in touch and see what goes on and stay warm there in colorado (laughs) we'll send you some samples tara excellent thank you very much thanks lisa yeah